Hello, everybody. This is Cody Bateman. Welcome to a brand new episode of our Relationship Marketing Podcast. We have a return visitor with us today, Mr. Larry Levine, selling from the heart. Larry, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing wonderful. How you doing, man? Oh, I'm doing great. You know, you're 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 becoming one of the um, staple featured people here at uh, at Send Out Cards and our podcasts and our events. We got a big event coming up, the Relationship Marketing Grand Summit, our second annual one, and. You were a home run at the first one. Our, our debut uh, RMGS Relationship Marketing Grand Summit was last year, uh, a live event. Remember when we used to do live events? <laughs> what's a, hey, Cody, what's a live event? I don't know what a live event is anymore, <laughs> but back when we did live events, you know, you were hey, there. Isn't that and, funny? Oh isn't that God. funny? We're thinking about what the heck's a live event? Like, it, it reminds me, do you remember like analog? Does it go I, back yeah. that far? Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Larry Levine is the best-selling author of an amazing book called Selling from the Heart. And you need to get a copy of this. If you don't have one, you can go to sellingfromtheheart.com. You can get it on Amazon. Uh, Larry's going to be at our Relationship Marketing Grand Summit, which is a virtual event this year, one of our featured speakers. We're super excited for that, September 9th and 10th. If you have not registered for the RMGS, Relationship Marketing Grand Summit, please go to relationshipmarketinggrandsummit.com. Get yourself registered, over 30 presenters, all kinds of incredible stuff on the topic of relationship marketing, sales, marketing, online marketing, you name it. Uh, but the most important that we discuss there and always is how relationships work within the modern day uh marketing realm and this guy that we have on with us today is a master at this you know it's uh it's kind of interesting larry you know when i started send out cards i naturally resonated with a gentleman by the name of ivan meisner who's oh, sure. the founder of bni and the reason was is because i had a little coined phrase that said uh you give for the sake of giving so you give to give he had a little coin phrase that said giver's gain. You know, he's all about networking. And so he would uh, talk about going to networking events to give referrals, not to get them. And so he did giver's game. I, I did giver's gain. I did giver's give. And because of that, we kind of naturally migrated together, formed a strategic alliance years and years ago and together have helped people generate millions of referrals for their business. When you came along into our life, it, I, I, it was the same kind of thing. It was the same kind of thing. It was like, you know, here we were, the giving company, and we're all about acting on promptings and reach out in kindness and giving. And then you come along with this concept called selling from the heart. And it was, it was just like myself and Ivan, and now with you coming into the picture here, it, it just, the message is just naturally resonated. Uh, and you know, we've been doing some cool stuff together ever since. And, you know, it's, and I feel like we're just getting started, <clears throat> you know, so, <clears throat> excuse me, I got a cough here for a second. I feel like we're just getting started. And so tell us a little bit about uh, just some of our newer listeners. Tell us a little bit about selling from the heart and a little bit about your background, because you come from, you come from hardcore <laughs> sales, man. You come from of all things, you come from 
copy machine sales. I mean, that there, there can't be a harder sell on the planet than copy machine sales. And that's kind of where you started. So tell us a little bit about your background and how you migrated into being literally one of the premier uh, coaches, mentors, teachers today on the topic of sales. No, this first of all, it's so cool to hang out with you again. I appreciate it. It's you know, I've I'm a sales geek at heart, Cody. And so, just to kind of give everyone just a backstory is like Cody said, I spent my whole entire career in one sales channel, and that's office technology. So yeah, I sold copiers my whole life. I sold copiers and software my whole life. A highly commoditized sales channel. The race to the bottom occurs, meaning that. It, it's just chaotic, chaotic, chaotic. I saw broken dreams. I saw busted promises. And I saw that all over the place for decade over decade. And I remember, Cody, well, it's probably like a little bit into my selling career. I said, you know what? I can do this thing a little bit different. And I always share with people, you got to be, you got to start becoming cognizant of your surroundings and really pay attention to your, the culture in your company. And if you're in sales, pay attention to the sales bullpen, pay attention to how they're interacting with your customers and your prospects, because you'll learn from them. And I learned something long, long, long time ago. And it goes back to that whole givers give mentality that you were just sharing. I said this to myself, the more comfortable I can make somebody feel the more comfortable they will become in sharing uncomfortable things that are going on in their office. Now let's think about that for a second because most salespeople create uncomfortable moments anyway. And I learned that my whole entire career in sales. Yeah. Especially in a sales channel that I grew up in that was high turnover and customers would leave left and right, I'm not saying all, but there was a lot of broken promises. So I learned a long time ago that if I don't have any customers, I don't have any business. I might as well get out of sales. So I flipped the script, did things completely polar opposite than any other salesperson in my marketplace. And that was showing how much I cared about my customers and my prospects, but I made them extremely comfortable and I invited them into conversations. And the more comfortable I made somebody feel I learned something immediately. They got more comfortable sharing things that were going on inside their office that they weren't cutting loose with anybody else. And that's, you know, I always tell people, I don't have a PhD in anything as it relates to human behavior and psychology and all that. My PhD was earned from getting the you-know-what kicked out of me my whole life selling copiers. So let's talk about that for a second. So way back when, when you were in uh, the copy machine sales arena, which is a tough arena and you go out there and you, you, you say you, you, you flipped the script, you turned it upside down. So let's walk, let's walk us through that for a second. So, so here you are a young, you know, green behind the ears, go out, try to sell the thing. You learned very early on that, you know, I got to get, I got to create relationship with my potential customers here. I'm going to turn the script. So give us an example of that. You, you're still, you, you, that sounds great. You're going to do all that and be the nice guy, but you still got to go out there and sit down in front of somebody and try to sell them a copy machine. Right. And I'm sure the first thing you're going to say is no, I'm not going to try to sell them a copy machine. But the point is you're there to, 
make a living and you're there to sell a copy machine. So walk us through, how did you, like, what's the approach? You sit down with somebody, they don't have time for you. They might treat you a little bit hostile up front. It's like, you know, here's the copy guy again. I got to get him in and out. Walk us through it. How, how so, do you do it? Yeah, it, it was interesting. I, I'm one that I asked a lot of questions. I was just innately curious. And so I would, as I was sitting down with people, and I mean, I had the sales talk down just like anybody else does, but there was something that I, that I did that was different than anyone else. I just started to integrate off the wall questions. And Cody, when I say off the wall questions, you and I could be in the middle of a conversation. I say, hey, you know, Cody, as I was listening to what you were saying, hey, I'm just curious, you know, when you start thinking of people like me and you, and you look at the sales world that's out there, what do you like? What do you don't like? What really ticks you off about salespeople? And I would say that in midstream in a meeting with an executive or a mid-level decision maker. And it would stop them, literally stop them dead in their tracks and they would start thinking. And they would start sharing with me what they like and they don't like. You know, what's interesting is I think about myself sitting in their chair. And if you did that to me sitting in the chair, there's no doubt even no matter, we're all busy people. And when I'm in the buyer's chair, typically when you're in the buyer's chair, you're thinking about all the other things you need to be doing. <laughs> you yeah. know? And so you're a little bit anxious anyway. And so when you're sitting there, but I, I put myself in that shoe, I'm in the buyer chair a lot. If you come to me and you did that, that very thing, you asked a, a, a question like that there's no doubt as i think about it there's no doubt that it would it would spark my curiosity it would it, it, it would slow me down it would calm me down slow me down and i would bite i would say yeah let's initiate a little conversation here so i can see how simple of a thing that is but how it works how it breaks that ice and gets people talking a little bit more human to human yeah, because, you know, here's the thing. There's, oh, I, I learned a long time ago, there was always that divider line, Cody. It was like, okay, Larry Levine's the sales guy and Cody Bateman's the buyer. And there was always that, you know, call it the 50 yard line because I'm starving for sports right now. So we'll just call it the 50 yard line. And everyone jockeys for position. And I just learned, you know what? Cody's a guy just like I'm a guy, right? That person's another human. And so what happens is over time, buyers in general form their opinions as salespeople because they always start their conversations off with sales speak, right? They're sales-centric conversations. And I'm yeah, not saying there's anything course. wrong with that, but you know what? It goes back to the whole philosophy I said is if I don't make Cody feel comfortable with who I am, boy, Cody's not going to share certain things that I could possibly understand that I can in turn help him. But it took a while because I had to work on me. And that's part of selling from the heart is doing all the inner work. And I was my own critic as a salesperson and I was my own worst sales manager. But what I did is I worked on the art of a conversation and I worked on how I can connect with somebody in a different way. And I'm a big believer in this, that if you, if you drive a conversation and an engagement in a different manner, you will get a different response. But so many people just deliver generic questions 
at the surface and they don't dig in. I learned a long time ago, if you want to get an executive or a mid-level decision maker to open up, ask some things that gets them to think that stops them dead in their tracks. They'll go, heck man, no one's asked that before. And watch what starts to happen. Yeah. Instantaneously, instant, instantaneously start connecting. And then if some, say Cody, you said to me, hey, I'm just curious, you know, why'd that even come to, why'd you say that, right? Because I'm sure that would probably go through your head at a certain point in time. I was just gonna say, you know, if the reason I mention it is because if at a certain point in time, we agree to do business together, you're probably gonna wanna know how I'm gonna take care of you. Yep. And I'm sure somewhere along the way, Cody, you've experienced this from a salesperson. You've experienced this from a company. And it goes back to all the research and all the questions that I would ask on what they like and don't like. I packaged up all the below par experiences that most people got. And I put those up onto a table and I said, hey, Cody, I'm sure you've experienced this before. In fact, we all have. But if you choose to do business with me, this is what you can expect. Yeah. And it's the tugging on the heartstrings. That's exactly what I did. Yeah, it's great. And I love just the little lines. If you choose to do business with me, you know, it's this, there's always a respect level in every sentence that you say versus the guy who's always going for the hard sell kind of deal. And we, you've been on this show before you've spoken at our events before. And we, we talk a lot about how things have so dramatically shifted in our society especially in the sales and marketing environment that relationships today are so crucial to, to, uh, to a sales process. I mean, it's, it's absolutely essential more than at any time in our history. Why, why is that? I, I'm going to give you a, a pretty bold and blanket statement. When I say this, I, I'm a firm believer that people are sick and tired of being sick and tired. Mm -hmm. And if we, if we look at this from a pure sales perspective, people are a lot smarter than, they, than you think they are. And they remember how you make them feel. They remember the things that you say. And if we take, if we take these, these challenging, chaotic, crisis-filled times that we're all in, the one thing that salespeople, I'll say just people in general have right now that they're leaning on are their relationships. And I, you know, I tell business people and salespeople all over the world, if you have no relationships, you have no business. And if there's ever a time right now where people are digging in deep and really forming rock solid relationships, it's right now. And when we go through the times that we're going through, those are when relationships get placed up on a silver business platter. Yeah. And I tell people all over the place, they don't remember what happened pre the situation we're in right now. What people remember is exactly how you're making them feel, how you're thinking of them, how you're driving conversation with them and how you're engaging with them. They remember that right now. And that's why relationships are so important. It's good stuff. We are listening to the one and only Larry Levine, the best-selling author of the book, Selling from the Heart, featured speaker at our Relationship Marketing Grand Summit a year ago and again this year at our virtual event. Um, from Thousand Oaks, California, you're a big Dodgers fan, right? How can you tell? <laughs> so, so, okay, so Cody, here, here's what was hilarious. So opening day, as we're recording this, opening day was yesterday, okay? 
Yeah, so, what an opening day, right? So no, oh, it's no fans, right? No fans. Okay, so li okay, listen to listen to this. Now, so we can kind of tie in relationships to this one because I think this is absolutely cool. Talk about getting creative and turning things on the dime. So what the Dodgers decided to do a couple weeks ago was for, I can't remember the dollar amount, but it's not that significant of amount. It's like under 300 bucks, right? You can get a cardboard cutout with your face on it placed on a seat at Dodger Stadium. No kidding. So last night as the, as the, as the, the game's going on, you know, the camera, if we're looking at a game on the TV, the camera's panning over the picture. So you're, you're looking at it. The first probably 20 rows behind home plate were all cardboard cutouts with people's pictures on them. Wow. So, but here's what's interesting. The Dodgers got creative in doing this. But isn't that part of building relationships yeah. with their fans? They went yeah. back out to their fans who can't come in the stadium. They generated a little bit of revenue from it, but they built relationships with their fans in different ways because now as the camera's panning, you see actual people's faces, right? On there, because they had to send pictures in. for So for that dollar amount, you send in a picture, they blow it up, they put it on this cutout, and boom, they put it on a seat. Wow. Now, is that not building relationships that's, in a different way with your fans? That's amazing. It's amazing to watch the creativity of people during these pandemic times, stuff like this, you know? <laughs> I mean, who would imagine that the opening day would be July 22nd? You know, I mean, that, that's just a bizarre year in the world, in the whole history of baseball. Yeah. What a crazy world that we're living in. We were joking at the beginning of the show about, you know, back when we did live events. Uh, but I'll tell you what, it's, it's kind of crazy. We made a decision early on this year that we were going to forfeit all of our live events through the end of the year. Now that was, that was before people really knew right. you know, how long it was going to last. And we were hoping that by late summer, early fall, everything would be back to normal again, kind of stuff. We just, I don't know what it is to call it acting on a prompting. We just, there's just an intuitive thought that we just needed to forego everything through the end of the year and start our live events again in 2021, fresh start. Proved to be a pretty wise decision, but the virtual events that we're doing have been very successful. And, and, and here's what's interesting. And I want to talk to you about this because I know you're in this world. You know, we talked before the show that, you know, since pandemic and since, you know, all these live events have been canceled and you thrive speaking at live events all over the world. And so you would immediately think, well, man, your business may have tanked, but the exact opposite has happened. People might think our business may have tanked, but the exact opposite has happened. Um, people are really grasping onto this virtual stuff right now because they have to. They have to. And what I find interesting is before all this happened, you didn't have to grasp onto the virtual world. You didn't have to do that. It was yeah. easier to go to a live event and feel the effects of meeting people and being a live event. Well, now you have to do the virtual event. You don't have a choice, but people are learning that there's some pretty cool things about a virtual event. And in a lot of ways, a virtual event to teach people can be even more effective than a live one. Why, why do you think that is? I mean, what's your experience been? 
So it's interesting. So even if we look pre the situation we're in, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back even to say like 2011, 2012, Cody, I was already living in a virtual world already because I mean, where I live, I just got sick and tired of driving in traffic all the time. So if I was going to have a meeting with an executive or a mid-level decision maker, sometimes that first meeting was, you know, this was before Zooms, it was like GoToMeeting or whatever the video yeah. platforms were at the time. So I, I just adjusted my mindset and I'm taking everyone back just for a moment, then we'll bring this thing full forward, is it was a mindset shift for me that says, you know what, just because there's a screen between me and somebody else, doesn't mean I still can't drive a great business conversation with this person or get to know them. And I learned that when I humanized myself through technology, virtual meetings started to take a whole different meaning so that when I did go face to face, there was a lot more impact. Yeah. You see what you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So now, so now when we look at what's been happening right now, let's just say, let's just move virtual out of this because I just choose the word hybrid. I think we have to start creating some hybrid forms of what we do. And that means taking face-to-face -face in the world we're living in and, and smashing it together. But you can still build deep, meaningful connections with people. I think the biggest, if there's a positive twist to all of this that we're going through is this really, if we keep the open mind to this, this has helped us hone in our communication skills, right. how we engage with eye contact, how we deliver our message, how we pay attention, how we invite people into conversations. And I think it's those people that can really latch on how to connect with somebody emotionally, invite them into a conversation, leveraging the power of technology is going to far, far surpass anybody who's fighting this right now, waiting to go back to the way it was before. Yeah, no question about it. It's, it's an exciting time. It's actually an, a very exciting time. And I want to talk about that. You know, I, I interview sales people that are engaged like yourself, uh, trainers, teachers like yourself who are engaged. You're engaged, like you're out doing stuff, you're building, you're producing, you're making things happen during these pandemic times and during these times of turmoil with our media and everything else. Right. So it's kind of the world that we live in. We live in a world of productivity. And it's, it, it, this is a fascinating dynamic to me because the majority of the world does unfortunately sit and watch the news. The majority of the world is an employee mindset. Nothing wrong with that. But the majority of the world is employee mindset. And it's nine to five. Yep. And it's come home and plug into what's going on in the world. And then with our social media. So they're kind of their whole life is, is lived with what the media tells them they should be thinking about. Versus the environment you and I live in where we're around a bunch of doers. We're around a bunch of people that are, that are just, I mean, we're, you know, we're hustling, we're producing, we're cranking. And isn't it interesting that as we go through our day, we feel positivity, but the majority of the world thinks the world's coming to an end tomorrow. Yeah, it's unfortunate, totally unfortunate. It, it really is. Now the question is, is how do you, how do we, how do we get more mainstream people to shift into the positive world that's out there 
because I'm a firm believer that there's 10 times more good going on in this world today than there is bad. There's no doubt in my mind. There is 10 times more good going on in the world right now. July 24, 2020, there is 10 times more good going on in the world than there is bad. But the majority of the world thinks that I'm smoking something when I say that. How do, how do we get people to shift to realize that what I'm saying is the truth? It, it, I, I'm, I'm a big believer it's a mindset thing. And, and, and I'll tell you why, because I, I remember this is probably, Cody, the second week in March. So just March we'll call it like probably the eighth or ninth of March of this year. I was, I was supposed to speak at two events in Orlando and the first leg of that event got canceled, but I still went anyway because I'd already made hotel reservations and plane, plane reservations. I didn't want to mess around with redoing them all. And it turned out to be very well because I used that time to kind of clear my brain a little bit, but it was probably that midweek of that week. And I said, you know what? That's, that's kind of the week that the whole world turned upside down, right? Yeah. The minute Disneyland shuts down, you know, everything's gone crazy, right? Yeah. So, um, but I made a promise to myself right then and there. I said, you know what? I'm going to lay off the news. I'm just going to lay off all the chitter chatter and the noise that's out there. But I made a conscious decision. And I always tell, I always share with people, you know, we have choices. We could choose to do this or we can choose to do that. We can let the environment and everything that's going around us control us or we can actually do something about it. It's the choice that we have. But yeah. what I would encourage people to, to stop doing is listening to the news and watching the news and filling their brains up with negativity because all that does is put you in a huge dark closet of fear as opposed to take control of who you are and do something about it. I just chose to double down on myself and double down on the whole selling from the heart message and deliver that message out there. And it was interesting because it was right then and there that, you know, Daryl, my podcast partner and I, we instantaneously flipped a video and we just came up with beacons of hope. And we took the B, the E, the A, the C, the O and the N, and we put words to it and we delivered a 30 minute video around how you can become a beacon of hope out in your marketplace, out in your community. And again, it's just about how we choose to do things. I know it's a crisis field time, Cody. I know it is, right? Well, the one thing that I do know, and I know you know, is things will get better. We'll push through this. Yeah. But we have a conscious choice. We can either watch the news and scroll through social and listen and watch everything that's going on and the fear mongers, or... We can fill our minds with positivity, work on our heart, work on our inner, you know, skills and do something about it. And then you'll come out of this 10 times greater than when you went into it. Yeah, no question. Larry Levine, everybody, uh, author of Selling from the Heart. You're going to be speaking at the up and coming Relationship Marketing Grand Summit that we put on the second annual. You were at the first one. Um, you didn't know what to expect when you came into it. It was the first time you'd done an event with us and you know, you've done all kinds of different events for people around the world. And all of a sudden you're coming into this crazy world of send out cards and, and <laughs> this first event last year. Tell us what was when, when you came there and you spoke and you heard the other speakers speak and a lot of them were friends of yours who sure. you, on the road with, on the circuit with, but there were a lot that you had met for the first time and whatnot. Just give us, 
tell us what, what was your impression of the whole relationship marketing summit experience last year? Um, you know, I, 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 I'm going to sum it up and I'm actually going to use the title of one of your books, the power of the human connection. That that's really what I learned there. It was, and you know, my wife was there as well. And we were sitting there talking one night and I said, you know, this is the biggest feel good situation I've been into in a long time. And I'm not just saying that because, you know, I'm on your show talking about the relationship marketing grand summit. It's everybody there was into how they build relationships, how they grow relationships, how they connect with people. And that's what I got from the whole time. I mean, I woke up in the morning with a smile and I went to bed at night with a smile yeah. because um, so I'm, a, I'm a big Mark Cuban fan. And some people may like Mark Cuban and some people may not, and that's okay. But I just love what that guy's all about. And he said something, and he goes, in business, nice matters. Now, coming from Mark Cuban's mouth, yeah. some people might think that's pretty funny. <laughs> but he says, nice matters. Well, that's one thing that I learned at the Relationship Marketing Grand Summit is everybody there is nice. They care about you, right? You can walk up to somebody you've never met before, reach out, shake their hands, and you got a best buddy. Yeah. Yeah, we've been very fortunate in our environment to attract amazing, amazing people. And this year, we're going to bring that experience into a virtual setting, and there will be a, a lot of opportunity for some interaction. So you'll get to see not only the speakers, but some of the uh, some of the participants and some of those who are in the audience, you'll be able to see a little bit of that. So you're gonna get kind of the same feel of the, uh, of the hearts of people who not only are speaking, but are also attending. And uh, we're super excited about that. Coming up September 9th and 10th, uh, the Relationship Marketing Grand Summit, second annual. Wanna make sure that you get your tickets to that, because again, it's uh, what a wonderful experience it is. It's, Again, it's, it's an environment. It's, it's a place where there's a lot of really good people who simply want to make human connection and serve their fellow human being. You know, in today's world of turmoil, you know, we've got, we've got all this crazy whatever stuff of separation, whether it's race or gender or whatever, mm -hmm. there's all this move of separations. But you come to a place like the Grand Summit and it's nothing but a place of coming together and we have people represented from every single walk of life you can imagine comes into one place, uh, all with a common goal, which is to be nice to each other and serve each other. And again, I will say, I just think there's a lot more of that in the world than there is not. <laughs> I just, I just got more no, no, and, 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 you're, and you're right, because there's a lot more of that out there. And, and here's, what, here's what I've learned and is, and is really interesting over the last four or five months is the whole message and, and everyone latching around the heart. And I, and I knew this going in. Um, I didn't know what to expect, Cody, when Selling from the Heart came to the forefront. I had no idea would the message take off, would it not take off. I had no clue. But there's one thing that I've noticed during this time that we've all been going through is everybody's tugging on everybody's heartstrings. And if people can just think about how much are they investing in relationships right now? And one of my favorite sayings is this, is if you fail to invest, you'll never be able to collect. Yeah. And I think, and I think 
the people that attend the virtual summit for the Relationship Marketing Grand Summit, if you can make the investment in relationships, if you can make the investments in connecting with new people, and yes, you can do this in a virtual world, I promise you can. If you can invest in opening up a new conversation, if you can invest in building one new relationship and you continually do that throughout the whole virtual event, I promise you this, I don't know when, but you will reap the benefits of everything you invested into those two days. Yeah, absolutely. Very, very well said. So listen, Larry, it's, it's always great to hear from you. We could talk for hours. <laughs> um, you know, we're in fact, just so you know, we, we some of the projects you and I talked about that kind of got put on the back burners or getting put on the front burners again. We'll talk about that later. You and I are going to be able to help educate the world on some of this great stuff that we're talking about. So uh, final words, you know how I like to close the show. I give you the floor. It's, you know, I've kind of boxed you in with my questions. And so now the, it's, it's free reign, freestyle, freestyle, <laughs> time, freestyle time, Larry Levine. Anything that you feel like our listeners need to hear as we close out the show, floor is yours. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. You know, I'd ask everyone to think about this. Um, and that's just, that's together just for a moment. Let's just think about what we're all going through. And I used to talk about, because you know, I'm a sales geek, Cody. So there might be a little sales spin on this, but I always say everybody's in sales anyway, is before the pandemic that we were going through, I was always talking about what's life like in a post-trust world. And what I mean by a post-trust world is people just lack trust in one another. Yeah. They really do, and, and that's unfortunate. And along with that, lack of trust becomes rampant skepticism, and along with rampant, rampant skepticism comes you know, people's BS meters are at an all-time high. And if, and if we could look at what's going on right now, the ears are perked up like crazy right now. Well, if we come back, and this is what I want everyone to think about, if if we're living in a society that lacks trust, that's full of skepticism and the BS meters are at an all time high. Now we're sitting here in the middle of a pandemic as we push through this and it'll become post virus. I think the way that you build relationships and you build back up trust is bringing authenticity to the forefront. So what I'd like people to think about as they're listening to this and as they re-listen to it and as they attend the, the Relationship Marketing Grand Summit is authenticity, Cody, is a lifestyle. It's not a light switch. Mm. And if people can bring true sincerity and true substance and their best version of themselves to relationships, that's the power of connecting with somebody. And all I ask for people to think about is think about this as we live in this post-trust and post-virus world. How do you truly combine an authentic lifestyle to truly connect with somebody and build rock-solid, deep, meaningful relationships? You bring sincerity and substance to the forefront. That's what I'd ask people to think about. I love that. Bring sincerity and substance to the forefront. I think that's a really, really great way to close the show. Larry, it's always a pleasure to be talking to you. We, we could do that for hours. We got a lot, <laughs> we got a lot to catch up on. No, same here. Uh, we've both been going crazy and uh, we just, we just, uh, we're huge fans of what you're doing out there. Keep, keep up the great work, my friend. 
and uh, we're gonna we'll see you soon. Uh, well, we'll virtually see you soon. Yeah, we'll virtually we'll virtually see you soon. Hey, can I just can I just leave with one last comment? I was just thinking about this. Will you let me? Yeah, will you allow me? Bet. Now I'm taking the reins back from you, Bateman. Sorry. You got so, it. So. That's just, I want people to key in on something. If you don't think you can build relationships in a virtual world, I'm going to use my relationship with Cody just for a moment, and then you can put a bow on this. And I, you and I can hang for hours. Is I've met Cody one time. Yeah. And let that sink in for a moment. I've met Cody one time, and that was at the Relationship Marketing Grand Summit the night before. He said, remember, you're sitting in that back room, and my wife and I walked up, and I tapped you on the shoulder. And we hugged, right? I, rem I remember it as plain as day. Back but when you, you hug. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's when we can hug. Isn't it funny? <laughs> right. But, but I, sh I share this because there's people out there that go, God, I can't build the same relationship in a virtual world that I can face to face, but I'm here to tell you that Cody and I have built a rock solid relationship where I can look Cody in the eye and say, hey, Cody, I love you. Because that's the relationship that we built. And when we do go face to face, and there'll be a time, you know, who knows when, we'll high five and we'll pick up just where we left off. That's what I'd like people to think about. Even when they attend this event virtually, you can still build meaningful, deep relationships with people. It's all upstairs. Good stuff, my friend. Very, very good stuff. Uh, as always, we, we appreciate everything that you do. So thank you, everybody, for being with us this week. Stay tuned. We're going to keep bringing you our Relationship Marketing Grand Summit speakers. So that's who we're going to be featuring over the next several weeks to give you kind of a, kind of a teaser, if you will. Now I know you're all going to be very, very anxious to tune in. Uh, in fact, I think we got the agenda out there now and the schedules are out there now. So I'm sure you're all probably looking up, when does Larry, Larry speak? Uh, be looking for some great presentation there. So Larry, thanks, my friend. My pleasure. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in. And we'll see you again next week. Take care now. If you have enjoyed this episode of the Relationship Marketing Podcast with Cody B, be sure to subscribe to the show and leave a review so that together we can get this message, The Power of Human Connection, out to the world. You can find Cody's new book, The Power of Human Connection, on Amazon or the Send Out Cards gift store.